Hi, my name is Jamie from Scribendi.com. Today, I'm going to talk to you about interjections. Creating realistic, natural-sounding dialogue in writing can be a difficult task for writers. Dialogue may come off as rigid and artificial. Whether an author is writing fiction or nonfiction, they are almost always tasked with creating some form of dialogue. After editing thousands of manuscripts, the editors at Scribendi.com believe that the most useful tool for creating an air of humanism in a character's dialogue is the interjection. An interjection is a noun that stands alone in a sentence and is designed to convey an emotion of the speaker or narrator. By stands alone, I mean to say that an interjection is not grammatically connected to the sentence in which it was used. Interjections are used by authors to add an element of realism to their prose, as humans often use interjections heavily with their everyday speech. Interjections are often followed by an exclamation mark, leading people to refer to them as exclamations. Examples of interjections are ouch and wow or even cheers. Wow, that spoon is huge. This illustrates the function of an interjection. Wow, being the interjection, completely stands on its own, not connected to the subsequent sentence by anything other than context. As you can see, it is followed by an exclamation mark, adding excitement to the quote. You can imagine the characters saying this with widened eyes and an excited tone while commenting on the massive spoon he is looking at. Compare that to saying, that spoon is huge. The latter sentence is lifeless and conveys no emotion to the reader whatsoever. Interjections have a unique ability of being able to stand as sentences on their own. The exclamation, whatever, often heard when a teenager storms out of a room, is an example of an interjection functioning as a one-word sentence. Oh, uh, so yeah, this section is filled with pauses? Another form of interjection that is useful for adding a humanistic element to dialogue is called the filled pause. These are used by people in, uh, well, a lot of spoken sentences. They are not necessarily words, per se, but rather sounds that people make during pauses in speech. The filled pause can be used to convey such character traits and emotions as nervousness, stupidity, indifference, or impatience. All an author must do is think about the sounds they themselves or others would make in those situations. Imagine a nervous teenager asking out the prettiest girl in his school, if you will. Hey, uh, Sylvia, I'm, um, wondering if, uh, you would, um, go to, like, a movie with me or, like, whatever. Poor Patrick here has unwittingly used seven filled pauses in his attempt to ask Sylvia on a date. The filled pauses serve to efficiently convey his gut-wrenching nervousness. Sylvia's response, you ask? Wow, Patrick, of course. Ha! Johnson, come over here and check out this cover letter. While interjections and filled pauses may be effectively used within the realm of informal fiction and nonfiction prose, they are to be strictly avoided when writing in a business or academic context. Can you imagine submitting a cover letter with the sentence, I, uh, wouldn't mind a job at all, but, um, I can only work weekends, cool? You'd be immediately rejected. It's always best to save the interjections for informal writing, unless, of course, you're using direct quotations. For example, should you be writing a dissertation on the presidency of George W. Bush, including the sentence, fool me once, shame on, uh, shame on you. Fool me twice, uh, you can't be fooled again. Although my impression of George W. Bush is not, writing that sentence would be totally acceptable.
As with most writing, be mindful of your context and the acceptable language conventions before applying any literary devices. Interjections are an excellent way of expressing emotion within the dialogue of your prose, but you must be careful not to overuse them. Used sparingly and approximately, interjections can breathe a true sense of humanity into your character, giving them a sort of personality that readers can connect to on a deeper level. Take poor Patrick, for example. By the end of his painful plea, didn't you feel at least a bit sorry for him? If you did, it's thanks to the interjections. This podcast was brought to you by Scribendi.com. Because grammar matters. Grammar matters.